Hi hi. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Kennedy Sung. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. In season one, we had love on the show. Kennedy was over the moon with that one. Over the moon is an understatement. He was literally like bawling his eyes out. Yeah, I was out. literally in tears, yeah. yeah. Well, Love has a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to get a little chat with Conan Gray. And he had a message for the LGBTQ plus community in Singapore. I, w- I mean, first of all, I would say do not let the government make you believe that anything about you is wrong. Or that anything about you is illegal that's insane and i'm so sorry that you have to live in that environment it's ridiculous that we still deal with this kind of stuff um in law and legislature like that's insane but i also want to say that um above all like know that you are loved by me you know even if the government is telling you different types of things even if you know older generations are telling you different things since you are loved by me you are loved by everyone in my fan base would love you and um yeah you are exactly who you are and um, you should be able to love yourself and you should be able to love whoever you want to love. Wow, that was yeah. beautiful. Josh, he sounds like you. Huh? What, what do you mean? No. So the whole part about The whole part about loving yourself and everything and like, you know, that was your gig, what? Affirming self-love. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's very Josh Simon. We, we connected quite well over that Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. And, and he actually revealed that he has never dated anyone before. Oh, interesting. But yeah. he's only like, what, 22? Yeah, he's really young. He that's started fine. as a YouTuber. Now he signed to the same record label as Billy Billie and Ariana, yeah. Republic Records. And um, he wrote a song uh, a couple of years ago, I think, Maniac. Sir Elton John singled him out. Look at Sir Elton John helping the next generation. The word generation uh, is contained in one of my favorite songs from Conan Gray, Generation Y. Uh, let me read you like a portion of the chorus. How about you sing it, Kennedy? <laughs> no. Since you say you can sing. He, oh. Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I will recite it. Okay, yes. go, go. Because um, we are the helpless, selfish, one-of-a-kind, millennium kids that all want to die, walking in the street with no light inside our eyes. We are the worthless, cursed with too much time. We get into trouble and lose our minds. Something that I've heard a million times in my life. Generation Y. Mm. Yeah, I love that song so much. I think it's in person, you know, you always hear a lot of criticism from the older generation. And I mean, I know they mean well. I know that they come from a place of experience and perhaps wisdom. That's not a given. Mm. I guess sometimes my generation can feel a bit misunderstood, whether we're not hardworking, whether we're not as ambitious, you know. But I also think that it's a different world relating to the whole thing about um, LGBT plus people in Singapore. Uh, sometimes it does feel that way because sometimes it feels like there's a intentional ignorance from a certain segment of society to understand more about us. Um, and sometimes it's masqueraded as Gen Y speaks. Isn't that the point? Isn't that the point for things to get better that we're not constantly thinking about material comforts, that we can finally reach a point where these things, we reach a higher level of um, self-actualization. While we respect them and we respect their contributions to how they shape our lives and build the society around us, um, we also need to recognize that we are going to be the future keepers of this place, of this society. And if we're not going to change things, who, who is? Songs like Generation Y and his latest single, Overdrive, really capture that essence of youth and the power of youth. Yeah. And I think that's really important, be it in politics, in, in love, in friendships, interpersonal relationships, any change that you can make, I really appreciate that youth can take charge these days. 
it's very easy for us to judge the younger ones and look at them as complacent. All these other words, but those were also very similar terms that the generation before us would say about us millennials. Definitely. And remember, we were the avocado generation. Yeah, and especially mm. in the LGBTQ plus community, where we where we see this a lot, where hurt people hurt people. And it kind of snowballs down to the next generation. We need to empathize even more with Gen Z. A lot of the advice that we want to give them is hard for them to adapt as well with the world that they're in. Yeah. It's quite uncharted territory. And with social media and stuff, like I don't understand. Even when I went to film school ten years ago, the curriculum is so different from what film is today. Like two thousands, like near twenty ten, when everyone wanted to do mass com, right? Info communications that, yeah. that was built as the future, and then suddenly it changed. Suddenly, everyone wanted to go into finance. Everyone wanted to become a relationship manager at a bank. And then suddenly now everyone's like, oh, computer science, you know? 10 years ago, if you told your parents you wanted to do computer science, they think you're going to work as an IT helper and they'll frown upon it. But now it's like computer science is a straight A course. When I first entered uni, my communication school in my school, SMU, didn't have anything about data or design. Two years later, suddenly there's a whole data design track where people are learning UI, UX, and I just feel so left behind because I'm here being in that frame of mind that communications is just public relations. Like, things are moving so fast. On the flip side, I also hope that, you know, my generation doesn't just shut off the older generation. You know, we can't just say, oh, you're old. Okay, boomers started out really fun, but I think yeah. <laughs> maybe the sentiment got a bit <laughs> literal. I think it's more of, like, giving every opinion a shot and yeah. finding what works for you and what works for your community. So, I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't mean to be preachy about it. It's just that I'm trying to be better in that sense also. You'd be surprised to know but Sam Joe is perfect. All right, this way. is the most popular one, right? <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that. I feel like this is being brought out every episode. But your your point about giving every opinion a shot, I hear you, I feel you, but the fact is some opinions should be shot. Uh, over the week, there was um, a pretty transphobic article that was posted on our one of our national um, broadsheets today. Mm-hmm. And it was submitted by her journalism professor at NUS, Bertha Hansen. So that's gotten a lot of traction. If you're interested to find out more, you can Google... Bertha and Dana that's D-A-N-A look that's what I mean right like you know you're entitled to your own opinion that's okay but I feel like if you're going to publish it on such a public platform at least be responsible and that's why we have this platform because you know at the end of the day even though we're not a full non-media outlet we just want to talk about things that sometimes we don't really hear about uh, nationally and to give our international audiences a glimpse into how life as an LGBT person as a gay person is in Singapore for someone like Conan Gray who lives in a completely different world but is willing to listen to what we're experiencing here and be brave enough to say, no, I'm not going to not chime in. I'm actually going to speak directly to you. I'm going to encourage you. I appreciate that. There was one time I interviewed Shangela from RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm, Hallelujah. Yes. And that was during the time when we started really pushing Hashtag repeal 377A. Ready for repeal time? Yes. I took a leap of faith. I decided, okay, I'm going to ask her about 377A. Tell her about it, the state of Singapore, and just get her reaction to it. I think it's very important to be involved in your own political system, but also I think it's important for us as uh, personalities in television and as role models in our community to be involved not only in our community, but in communities around the world. And yes, I've only been here for a small amount of time in Singapore, but I always feel like any struggle that any gay person is having in the world also has some relevance to my life. And I stand for equality for us all, 
and visibility, things that are just and fair and right. And I don't think this law is a good thing to have. I'm happy to hear that it's not being enforced, but I do support anyone who's going uh, toward helping to repeal this. Because the day that we all feel equal and feel supported by our government and the elected officials who hopefully we have a you know a role in choosing, I think that's very important that we keep supporting the fact that we want to be considered equal. That laws that are on the books, even if they're old laws that you know people don't even enforce anymore, it still means something when they're there. Yeah. And it means something even more. It makes such an awesome statement, I think, to have those types of laws repealed. It would say to our community, you know what, we hear you, we love you, you are equal. And that's outdated. Uh, so it's not about what's going on in the West compared to what's going on in the East. So we work together. Yeah, it's like Elliot Page on the cover of Time. Like, that's big news. And that ignites certain conversations in our country. So we can't pretend that whatever goes on overseas doesn't impact us. You know, it definitely impacts, Mm -hmm. you know. It all trickles down. And even if you don't have the time or effort to constantly care, reach out to community groups and reach out to thought leaders that are plugged into these things and read about these opinions, read a variety of opinions. You don't have to immediately have the facts. You don't immediately have to have a stance. I don't want people to feel intimidated. You can have an opinion. You don't always need to put it online. I understand these days sometimes it can be a bit scary to put things online, but just be engaged. Yeah, these feelings that we've had have existed before any kind of adoption of ideologies from anywhere else. These are feelings that we've always had, beliefs that we've had. And then we see someone else brave enough to talk about it. And then we build that bridge and say, okay, I'm going to amplify what you're just saying there. So we hope you enjoy our little chat with Conan Gray. And fingers crossed, should we put a little wish out to the universe of who we can get on this podcast? Ooh, yes. I have someone in mind. Who? I mean, I love you, Conan. Love you, love. I love you, Melzi. But can you imagine how awesome it would be if... Ollie from years and years came on our podcast. I feel like he's, I don't know, for me, like he's such a, an amazing LGBTQ icon. So I've interviewed him before. You have? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Um, he came to Singapore for a little showcase. He was one of the first celebrities I've ever met that completely broke the rules and the camera was placed a certain way. I'm supposed to sit on this chair. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to sit across me. He was like, Josh, come over, just sit with us. We'll all just sit in one chair. We'll all just like squeeze together in the sofa. And we just like, we just hung out. It was really, really good energy. You would buy with him. Right. He looks very down to earth. You you just sense from someone sometimes like the vibe. He gives me a very good vibe. And I would love for him to come on the podcast. So Ollie, if you're listening. (laughs) That's what Ollie does on his free time, by the way. Listen to the SG boys. Yeah. Hey, hey. Someone just needs to slide into his DM. Yes. Kennedy. Um, Demi Lovato. I mean, she just released a documentary, Dancing with the Devil and things like that. And uh, I see myself a lot in Demi sometimes. And I would like to get to know who she is behind the camera. And I think it would make for an interesting conversation. How about you, Josh? Who would you want on? I want Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go big. I want Lady Gaga. Girl, she did RuPaul's Drag Race. It only took like seven seasons to finally get her on to figure out her schedule. Hey, if she comes on our podcast... uh, we will just we can just change our name uh. yeah. SG Monsters whatever we'll do it okay <laughs> so Gaga if you're listening uh, well who do you want on this podcast you have a lot of power as well so uh, send the SG boys please right now to Beyonce to Britney Spears let them know about our little gay podcast from Singapore and next thing you know Haryana Grande could be on this show and don't forget to check out Conan Gray's latest single Overdrive on Spotify Apple Music YouTube you name it it's all there <laughs> The The SG Boys That little gay podcast from Singapore Subscribe and find us on Instagram at The SG Boys 
the beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.